Hello and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today we're doing something a little bit different. We're taking a look at a different, fun way to play the Digimon card game, a unique format called Chosen Ones. We'll be teaching you all about the Chosen Ones format, the rules for deck building and for playing, as well as giving you some handy tips to get you started on your Chosen Ones journey. But first, some announcements. If you haven't already joined the Memory Gauge Discord server, now is a great time to do so because throughout the month of January, we're running small-scale webcam tournaments over on the Discord. Um, I've been wanting to run more events for you all and I've got the time right now, so that's what we're going to do. We're having multiple events over the month in what I am calling the January series. We're experimenting with different deck limitations, different formats, and there's a couple of chances over the month to win one of our awesome Professor Dark Tyranimon playmats. Firstly, everyone who participates in one of these events will go into a draw to win a playmat that will be drawn at the end of the month. And the more events you participate in, the more entries you get in the draw, so the more chances to win. And secondly, the winner of each event, that's the person who places in first, will get another chance to win a playmat. They'll receive an entry in a winner's draw, and that will be drawn also at the end of the month. Now, our next event will be, in fact, a Chosen Ones format tournament, so make sure you're paying attention to this episode to learn everything you need to know. That tournament's going to kick off at 6.30pm on Saturday, January 15th, EST, or 10.30am on Sunday, January 16th, for all of my Oceania listeners. The link to the Discord and to the event sign-up on Limitless will be in the show notes of this episode. Make sure you get registered well in advance of that event so that you secure your place. Hopefully, I will see you there. And now for our main topic. Hopefully by now we're all familiar with the standard ways of playing the Digimon card game. That is, the game as laid out in the official rules put out by Bandai. But that isn't actually the only way to play the game. Ultimately, Digimon cards are just game pieces. And like any other game pieces, there's many different ways that you could use them to play a game if you choose to. You might have recently seen uh, Bandai put out a survey not too long ago that asked players about the game. Things like what products have you purchased, what events have you played in, etc. so on. The survey also included though, interestingly, a long section about which alternative game platform gameplay formats you might like to see in the future and these ranged from minor rule changes like there was a casual format that lets you replace your starting hand and adds a side deck um, to totally unique formats they talked about four player free-for-all for example so even Bandai themselves are already thinking about alternative formats for the games but players have been developing alternative formats since the game was first announced first released Basically, since we knew the official rules, players have been looking at them and saying, yes, but. Today, I would like to tell you all about a player-made format that I've really been enjoying and that my locals has been running really successfully. It's called Chosen Ones. Today, we're going to go over the rules for this alternate format. Um, I'm going to tell you what I like about it compared to the regular game. And finally, we're going to end on some tips to help you get started building for and playing this unique format. So let's get started. First up, what is Chosen Ones? Chosen Ones is a format for the Digimon card game. It has some very specific rules for how you have to build your deck 
and some new rules for gameplay to just change up the way that we play the game. So in Chosen Ones, your deck is still 50 cards, but it's kind of led by a Tamer and a level 3 Digimon, your Chosen One and your partner Digimon. And that's the main draw for me. You get to choose a Tamer and a level 3 Digimon card, and then you get to have access to those cards from the very start of the game, no ifs or buts. So that leads to some really interesting deck building choices. The other thing about building for Chosen Ones is that your deck is has to be very limited. Usually you can include up to four of any one card by card number. And sometimes you can even include more, like Eosmon, which says you can have up to 50 in your deck. But Chosen Ones is what we call a singleton format. And that means that you can only have a single copy of any card by card number in your deck. Your deck has to be made up of 50 individual cards. That even overrides things like Eosmon. Even Eosmon level 5, which usually you can have up to 50. No, sorry, you can only have one of them in your Chosen Ones deck. There is just one exception to this rule, and that is that you are allowed to play two copies of up to two level 4 Digimon which have Blocker. That's because blockers otherwise would be really limited to a lot of colors, and black would just have all the blockers that they need. So they upped the number of blockers that you can use. Apart from that, there's two additional limitations in the Chosen One format. Firstly, you can include a maximum of 20 level 3 Digimon. So you cannot include any more than 20 level 3 Digimon. That means that Rookie Rush is kind of not necessarily outright banned, but they make it really very difficult for you to use that strategy. And the last limitation is that you can only include a maximum of 10 level 6 Digimon. So you can't really run a Mega Zoo deck either. Otherwise, those would just be the most consistent strategies so they wanted to get in on the ground floor and stop people from just saying well i can still just play all rookies and that's already a deck or i can still just play all megas and that's already a deck they really want you to think about the way that you construct your deck and not just take the easy way out so naturally chosen one decks are a lot weaker than standard decks because your deck is going to be much less consistent so you're going to have to use cards that you would usually never dream of using in a deck so once you've built your deck out of 50 individual cards, it's time to sit down and play. And there's actually some different gameplay mechanics as well that they've brought in for Chosen Ones. Before the game begins, out of your deck, you choose one Tamer card and one level 3 Digimon card, and you set them aside face up, so both you, you and your opponent can see them. These are your Chosen One and your partner Digimon, and you're going to have access to them from the start of the game. You can play them or Digivolve them as if they were in your hand. This also means that there's kind of no opening hands where you don't have a level 3. One of the things we have all hate, we've all been there, is having that hand that just doesn't have any level 3s. You can't find a level 3. Your start becomes much, much slower. Doesn't happen in Chosen Ones. You've always got at least one level 3 to access from the start of the game. And if you choose the right Tamer and level 3, you can set yourself up from the start of the game with some really powerful combos. So once you've set aside your Chosen One and Partner Digimon, that Tamer and that Level 3, then you draw your starting hand as usual. But then, if you like, you don't have to do this, but if you want, you can select any number of cards from your opening hand, place them on the bottom of your deck in a random order, and then draw that many cards. So if you find that you've got far too many copies of a card... Well, that actually wouldn't happen because it's singleton. But if you find that you've got sort of too many level fives, not enough level fours, for example, you've got no level fours, or you just 
really need to search for something to set yourself up. Um, you can sort of fight that inconsistency, make sure that you're getting some pieces into your hands so that you can actually play kind of a a fun game. And I think that works here. I don't want to have a discussion about the mulligan in the regular game, but I like being able to mulligan here. That is, get rid of some of the cards from your starting hand and add new cards, refresh your hand at the start of the game. Because since you're only playing one of each card, your deck's going to be a lot less consistent anyway. So anything we can do to sort of fight against that and make sure that we're playing actual games is all right by me. And then you just play as normal. Now, I like this format because all of the changes kind of come before you start the game. The deck building restrictions are really interesting. They result in some unique decks. But then once you actually sit down to play the game, if you know how to play Digimon, it's basically the same game. What's fun about it is trying to see what's the best deck that you can build under such really harsh limitations. Limitations breed, restrictions breed creativity and Chosen Ones has some very strict restrictions, so you have to be really creative with your deck building. Now, I will have a link to the full rules of the Chosen One formats in the show notes of this episode. But before we close out for today, it's a bit of a shorter episode, but before we go, I would like to give you some deck building advice for this new format based on my own experience. Now, I'm not exactly an expert, so feel free to take all of this advice with a grain of salt. If you decide you want to do something another way, that's totally fine. But I will say that I've done very well at my local Chosen Ones events, and I've had a lot of success building with similar limitations in this and in other games. So this advice at least comes from a place of some experience. It's not just being pulled out of nowhere. My first piece of advice for you when setting out to build your Chosen Ones deck, a good place to start is choose the level three and the tamer that are going to be your chosen ones and build your deck around them. That could be a really fun place to jump off from. In regular deck building, you can include four copies of your central card, your main card. You're building Jessmon, you put four copies of Jessmon in. And then you include all of the support cards that go with it. So you can be fairly certain you're going to see that card during your games. But in chosen ones, you can only have one copy of any particular card in your deck. So you can't guarantee or even fudge the odds to make sure you're going to see a certain digital Digimon during a game. But you will always have access to your chosen one tamer and your partner level three. So you should find effects on tamers that you feel have a lot of support or which work together well and then build around them. For example, a strong deck that I've built for this format is my Greymon tribal deck. Now this deck has Nokia Shiramine as the chosen one tamer. So I know that at the start of the game, I'm always going to have access to Nokia's effect, which reduces the cost of Digivolving into a Greymon, a Garurumon, or an Omnimon by one memory, once per turn. Now I built my deck so that it has as many Greymon and Omnimon as I could find in it, so that I can make the most out of that memory reduction effect. We kn- This is a very straightforward example for you of how your chosen one can and should shape how you build your deck. We know that consistent decks tend to be stronger, so if you can build your deck to consistently gain advantage from your chosen one, it's going to be that much stronger. The amount of memory that I sort of save over the course of a game with my Greymon Tribal deck, and I can always do that because I always have Nokia, it's crazy and it leads to a lot of advantage over the course of a game. My second piece of advice for you when building your deck for chosen ones, go broad. Now the decks that we're used to playing in standard Digimon are usually very focused, they're built around a single Digimon or a single group of Digimon, but this doesn't work in Chosen Ones because, as we've established, you just can't reasonably guarantee that you're going to see that card. 
So rather than building around one specific card, you're going to need to build around a broader strategy, and it can help to take a long view of the mechanics that are utilized by your chosen color. For example, if we look at blue, it's got a large number of effects that trash your opponent's digivolution sources on a lot of different cards, and that could be a potent chosen ones deck as a result, because even though you're only including one each of those cards, you've just got the, so much redundancy of those effects across the color that it's going to feel very consistent anyway. As with any deck building, consistency is key. And the more cards that you have access to that support your deck's main three theme, bleh, the stronger it's going to be. Uh, Edamon Tribal, for example, built around Etamon. That's not going to be a strong Chosen Ones deck because with EX01, there's only four Etamon cards currently printed and you can only use one of each. That's just not going to be consistent. You'll never see those cards. And even if you do see one of them, you won't see the other ones. Diaboromon Tribal, however, could be a strong and consistent deck because over the course of the release of the game, there's been so many Diaboromons and Diaboromon support cards printed that even though you can only use one of each, you're going to have enough to form the bulk of a deck. So if you're struggling to choose a tamer and a level 3, you could start by choosing a color, and then you can begin to narrow down the strategies that are available within that color that are likely to have a lot of support. What keywords keep turning up? What phrases keep turning up? What is mentioned on a lot of cards? Those are going to be your strategies that you want to build around for chosen ones, because they're the strategies that will have a lot of different cards that will support them. And the last piece of advice I'm going to give you for today is less advice and more sort of an interesting quirk of the format that I think is worth considering. Because you're always going to have access to the Tamer card that you've selected as your chosen one, there are some really cool things that you can do with your deck. And one of the things that I'm really um, obsessing over at the moment is including off-color option cards. Now, this is always a possibility in standard Digimon as well, but if you're going to include option cards that don't match the main color of your deck, you'd either need to accept that you're going to need a lot of setup to be able to play them from your hand, because of course, when you're playing an option card from your hand, you need a matching Digimon, Tamer, or Digi-Egg hatched in your uh, Digi-Egg zone. So they ha you have to have a color match. So you either need a lot of setup, or you need to have Digi-Eggs that are off color from your main deck in order to use those cards from your hand. In Chosen Ones, though, you can have the bulk of your deck be one color, and you can have your option cards be another color, as long as that color matches your Chosen One Tamer, because your Chosen One Tamer doesn't have to be the same color as the rest of your deck. You can have an off-color Tamer with off-color options to match. You can have a red deck helmed by a blue Tamer, and then have all blue option cards if you want. You'll be able to play them out of your hand. So this is something that I've been experimenting with, and I hope that it opens up your deck building as well. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's kind of an example of the ways that we can think differently about the format in order to make the most out of it. So that's it. Nice and quick. We know how to build and play for Chosen Ones. Uh, we have some tips to get us started on our deck building, but why should we play the format? Firstly, so you can participate in this weekend's January series tournament, because that's the format that we're going to be playing. But um, secondly, uh, Chosen Ones helps you to get some life out of cards that otherwise you might not play in a deck, because your options are so limited to fill out the spaces in your deck. Sometimes you're going to have to play cards that you would never otherwise play, and it kind of gives life to your bulk collection. When I've been building for Chosen Ones, it's really been fun going back through all of that, those sort of commons and uncommons that I haven't looked at twice since the set since the next set got released, 
taking a look back at them and figuring out what could work in the deck and getting to play with some cards that I've never played with before. Thirdly, it's a much cheaper way to play the card game. Rather than paying a lot of money for a playset of a top-of-the-meta card, you just need one copy of any particular card, and frequently the cards that you're going to be playing are going to be off-meta anyway, as we said, so they're going to be very cheap for you to pick up. So if you're looking to not spend a lot of money on Digimon, this could be a really cheap way for you to get into the game. Finally, it's a way to get more life out of the card game itself. When you're sick of playing in the same meta at your locals, it's nice to know that there's another format you can shift to and play against some different decks, different strategies. Multiple formats can be great for the health of a game because not only do they give us those breaks from standard play, but they also open up the game to players who might not necessarily want to play standard Digimon but still want to try the game. And maybe this format appeals to them more than the regular game does. Now I hope that all of this has convinced you to try chosen ones for yourself because it's something a lot different to regular play and I've really been enjoying it so I was really pleased I got to share it with you all today. Alrighty you've heard enough from me now I would like to hear from you. Our listener question of the week is what tamer and rookie partnership do you intend to build around for the chosen ones format? When you heard about this format what chosen one and partner Digimon did you immediately think of that you wanted to build a deck for? If you have any questions, feedback, comments or concerns or an answer to this week's listener question, you can tweet at me at ConnorEFMG, email me at MemoryGagePodcast at gmail.com, join our Facebook group, MemoryGagePodcast, or join our Discord server. Links to all that are in the show notes, and I am always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes come out each and every week, so make sure that you're following the Memory Gauge podcast on your podcast service of choice so you can stay up to date. And if your podcast service of choice lets you rate or review the show, please consider doing so. It helps us out a lot. Don't forget to sign up for this weekend's January series event over on Limitless. Link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out. <laughs>